live, and this is the Tag Your It, uh, it hashtag. The tag Your It uh, podcast. Yeah, the Tag yeah. Your It podcast, but it's, I guess we can say, yeah, this is Tag Your It live at hashtag MBCAM2021. That is the Missouri Baptist Annual Meeting 2021. Second yes, time sir. we've gone live from the annual meeting. We're in the same room. Yeah. Two years ago, right around this same time. And right behind us there. is the sword and the trowel, the bookstore, you know, not Lifeway stuff anymore, but is, mid, you know, courtesy of Midwestern. Sword. Think about that. We were here last time. There was, it was Lifeway. Yeah. It was Lifeway. Oh, no, no, no. That was a couple. It's been a couple of years since it's uh, been the Missouri, uh, the uh, Midwestern thing so it's well, been a little bit I'm yeah. glad anyway that the midwestern yeah. folks have it here i think they've got it staked out really well so we have been here since about for me right around seven this morning adam got you stayed the night and i went home yes. to be with my wife for at least a night yes. and wake up and say um i'll see you later honey and she has been in full support even though she's been with uh kids and tired and i really all that appreciate kind of stuff. But, what your uh, wife is yeah doing. we're, we're in kind. this as a team and she supports me so that's awesome and uh yeah wendell schrock is now watching a fellow abolitionist Hello, that is wendell. with we're us so here today here yeah so a few things that we're going to talk about is just number one kind of give you an overview of what has happened today we believe that it is important that you understand what transpired with our resolution on the abolition of abortion. Um, we likewise believe that it is important that anyone who is here with us understands some things that we're gonna have to do tomorrow in order to correct some of the issues that have occurred. So, with that said, uh, for those of you who don't know, we got here about 7.30, we had a prayer meeting, Senator mm -hmm. Moon was here, he told us that he affirmed the resolution, that he was excited for us to put it forward. Uh, we had our open air preaching conference at right around 11 o'clock mm -hmm. went well and we had another one at five yeah now, and that was actually you know this has been my first time actually open-air preaching and it was actually pretty cool the first time you know we didn't uh, uh, we were getting around a lot more people but then the second time about five o'clock whenever we got together uh, we finally uh, just before I got up got our heckler um, for the evening where we had a uh, girl coming out you know my body my choice get your keep your laws off of my body and uh, I was able to interact with her a little bit awesome. as I preached and she was like uh, you know I ended up just going like well we believe that you're made in the image of God and that uh, we can talk about these things and we would welcome to welcome you over here just to talk and that's all we want and then she just said I'm not going to talk to you guys so you know she's the one that set up the fence we didn't set up the fence and, but it was a, I was able to kind of answer you're made in the image of God and that's why um, we love you already um, we know that you have meaning and uh, if you don't adopt our worldview then you're adopting the worldview of matter and motion time and chance that um, what is your body what is your choice that doesn't even have meaning um, if the triune God who has spoken as uh, in our debate last night that we got yes. to uh, to address anyway if, uh, if he hasn't done if he hasn't condescended to us ultimately in Jesus Christ giving us the father's words through the you know because the father had spoke to the you know God has to spoke through the, or to the pro or the fathers by the prophets um, and now finally through Jesus without that you know what is all this stuff and you got to justify it so uh, I was able to speak with her 
Um, I saw a, a couple of the ladies that were part of the group over there trying to talk to her without being coercive or anything. Yeah. And, you know, I was kind of like, as I had to walk back to get um, in here to the, get my chair next to a mic just in case something went down, um, you know, I saw them and I was like, go get her, go get her, you know. And so it's, it's really awesome how um, even if it's just one interaction, I saw like, you know, we had motorcycles trying to rip off. Um, you know, really loudly to block us. We saw like sports cars going, you know, and I was just yeah. like, you know, um, that's that's great. And I totally 100% ex expected it. And we all just laughed and chuckled as everything happened. So it's it's awesome to have a worldview where we uh, can look at that stuff and not get mad, yeah. but expect it, but also you know feel sorry and always be open to a conversation. So that was that was pretty awesome today. So everyone who has helped us with passing out literature that has been an amazing piece and I one of the things that I think is, has really happened um, I've gotten this is not me giving a complaint but I'm just putting forward some things I've had a lot of phone calls um, I've actually had to field a lot more conversations than I ever thought I would I did not anticipate that people were going to put their what I feel like is they put their laser focus on us and they know that I'm connected with what is going on. And so I've had, my phone is blown up mm. with phone calls, text messages, come here and talk to me. And I, I mean, I've literally had at least three conversations. No, four conversations for sure. I know that I had more than four, but for sure I've had four conversations where I sat for probably at least 10 to 15 minutes being told you're doing this this is this terrible thing that's going on here you need to tell this person to stop doing this they're being aggressive here and here and I would ask the question well how are they being aggressive could you be more specific um, not any of that to say that there aren't some people who feel like we're being aggressive but I didn't expect that to be the case because I've not observed anyone from our group to anything other than be gracious and kind that's my observation yeah. Um, obviously, the preaching of God's word from the street is going to bring about some type of response. It's going to grate against people. Yeah. But I've not seen anyone respond in a negative way, but I've had multiple phone calls about how people have been acting up here and here. So uh, that was something I didn't expect to have yeah. happen today. And we had the same thing happen because uh, the second time we had the open air preaching, uh, we moved it across the street. So at first, we're kind of in this little grassy patch on the uh, convention center side. Um, well, apparently, I didn't know, but the... We had, uh, I guess we had talked to some police, or at least the, mm -hmm. some people in the group had talked to the police here in Branson, um, and they told us to move across the street, which uh, if you're familiar with the landing here in Branson, like right in front of kind of the entrance to the landing by Waxy O'Shea's. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were there on the public sidewalk. Um, you know, it is public. We had every right to be there and do what we were doing. Um, and then uh, the marketing person came out for the landing and actually was asking, like, she came to me um, going, like, who started this thing? I'm like, well, we're all kind of responsible for this. Um, but uh, I was like, hey, um, I looked at Wes Scroggins, and I was like, well, Wes can kind of help us talk about this. And then, uh, hey, oh, there's there's Kevin, you know. And I was like, you know, so, hey, Kevin, come over here. So we're talking. And uh, that's whenever I learned that actually uh, they talked to the police here in Branson. And so he, he was able to be like, well, and she, and she acknowledged we were, we were in a public space. Mm -hmm. um, she knew that we had every right to be there. 
but she was coming from her standpoint, you know, we've had this happen, this happen, places in like restaurants are calling and complaining and stuff like that. So if you can move it, and then that's whenever Kevin was just like, well, this we're just doing what we were told from the Branson police um, that we were able to do. They suggested this, so we were just following that. So we're following rules, but no matter what, we're, we're trying that's to right. be, we are trying to be above par or above board on these things um, but no matter what you're always going to run into some sort of of um, emotional law that somebody's going to try to put down um, and we're trying to navigate this stuff and it's really hard especially it when it comes from to the christians and non-christians yeah and that's probably the thing that's the most surprising again people i care for love respect but i've observed people in our group who I have thought have been exceptionally gracious, kind. I mean, I don't know about you, but some of the kids I've seen passing out these flyers, oh, man, if you think beautiful. that a kid is aggressive, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, some of the beautiful things that I've seen. And so I'm grateful for those who have trained up their children to fear the Lord. Uh, it's It's been amazing. And so mm -hmm. uh, with that said, let's kind of just give you uh, i'd like to give you just a few little things about what we have going on so as you all know the resolution did not make it out of committee so yeah. in the first open session adam stood up and he moved for it to be taken out of the resolutions committee mm -hmm. and that's where things were just kind of a little bit odd at least in my mind in that they did not uh i assumed that when you pulled it out of the resolutions committee that there was going to be some type of a vote. And yeah, so I remember. So yeah, last year, last year there was a uh, call out of a committee thing. So there was something that was not put forward to Missouri Baptist last year that was called out. Um, and when it got called out, there was actually some more debating going on. And so this time, I'm sitting here going like, I had some stuff prepared. They say, you know, one sentence. What's your motion? One sentence. And I'm like looking at my little thing. I'm going. Well, this and then, so I want to move, I want to make a motion that we pull out the Missouri Baptist for abolishing abortion resolution out of the committee for a vote. And that's where I kind of left it. And I'm sitting here going, and they're like, okay, well now take that over to the, the register or the, the yeah, records to the keeper. Records. Uh -huh. And then I'm going, is that it? And then I just like went over and they're like, oh no, go over there real quick. And I'm like, no, I need to go today because I need to ask them a question. <laughs> so I was like, this is nothing like it was last year. So no, things have changed. Really so um, uh, yeah, so, I even called Dusty yeah. Devers and asked him. I was like, hey, here's what happened. He's like, I don't think that that's right. Now, here is one thing that I did want to provide a little bit of insight on. I, so one of the parliamentarians, I had sent a message to let him know that we were uh, going to move the resolution, we we're going to try to move the resolution out of committee. Um, he said, well, you'll need to do that in the open business, but we're not going to get to that until we get into the resolutions on the second day. I thought, eh, I don't think that's right. That's exactly, I believe that that's not going to happen until we get into the resolutions tomorrow. Yeah. 1.30, if I saw my calendar right, or if I saw my schedule right, that's when we need our people there. So that actually gives us more opportunities to pass these out. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would say is, I know we have people who are willing to be here and to pass them out. I think that we have put ourselves in a place, and I want to kind of touch base with Darren on this, but I think we put ourselves in a place where we maybe need to back down on it? I don't know for sure. Because you've said that there's been 
an apathy in some of the people that you've dealt with. And my one thought is we have the spot on the booth. We can continue to put it out at the booth. Um, I don't know if we need to promote it all day, but I would love for people to be here at noon by the booth to pray. And it's one of those things we don't know. Like, uh, I'm a it's very slow processor. So I know that I get involved in debate. Mm -hmm. I know we do this podcast. Um, you know, I'm, I'm quick in certain things, but then when it gets to deep things, like I want to make sure that I have not analyzed it, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we're talking about people that aren't gifted with debate, you know, and that's, that's totally fine. You know, yeah. and I'm not going to rag on that at all, but tomorrow it could show that it just took a little bit of time to get out these materials, to give them time because there's a lot of stuff going around. So, you know, I don't want to approach in bad faith. I want to approach in optimism and good faith very that, well said. that, you know, that they'll go home tonight, that they'll open up. I mean, we, shoot, we gave them, you know, the resolution itself, you know, that's, that's a, you know, whereas, whereas, whereas resolve. That's language that we're not it's used not to, easy. right? Yeah. Um, we've given them the abolish abortion Missouri trifold with information. Then we've given them, are you an abolitionist? You know, we've given them a lot of information. So, you know, I would, I would ask um, our listeners to right now, um, during this, uh, when we're talking to consider praying, um, that, you know, slow analysis um, would take hold. And that tomorrow that, you know, any sort of perceived apathy today turns into questions and an inquisitive nature in people's hearts to go, what is the difference? What's going on here? I finally got into your stuff. Um, say I got a hold of resolution three on paper. Um, I can see something, but I don't think I'm, whatever it is, you know, that we, let's pray um, for that to happen to where tomorrow, um, you know, it's not going to be a wasted day to me if all no. I do is uh, sit around until 1.30 and then get to that kind of business. Yeah. Um, but let's pray for um, that slow analysis to happen. And then people come uh, looking for us, asking questions. And, you know, it's not just Dave and I. Again, we're thankful for each and every person Goodness. that has come. We've had, uh, again, three the states. Um, yeah. came from Oklahoma, and they're not messengers, here. they're not in Missouri, uh, but they are uh, wanting Thomas. to support anybody. Russ Thomas from Texas Wendell is here. Yeah. Uh, and like, so a lot of people say, that aren't Southern Baptist or Missouri Baptist are here still because we have a brotherhood underneath the lordship right. of Jesus Christ to be right. a church. You know, the church isn't just divided because of denominations. There, there are reasons for the divisions and stuff like that, but still God's remnant are one in him like right. jesus prayed for this that we would be one as him and the father are one and so we are standing here and if people really understood that this is not just a southern baptist issue this is not just a missouri baptist issue and that more people are involved like this is a great unity that we can have what's um, weird yeah. though adam is like and i'm just gonna put this the feel of the convention itself is different than it was last year just the mood that I get from being in there during the yeah. business session. I'm doing some completely different things, so it, I, I yeah. don't well, know how to just, gauge it. So. Well, so this is yeah. my fourth convention, yeah. Missouri Baptist Convention, that I remember. Um, not counting any of the Kansas-Nebraska Convention of Southern Baptists that I went to growing up because I don't really, didn't really care. But 18 was our first year mm -hmm. at an annual meeting. Mm -hmm. We were there 18, 19 was here. 20 was St. Charles, and now here we are back in Branson. Yeah. So each of those years, there has been a different feel for those who are in the convention. And last year, I don't know, there was much of a, uh, just from being in there, the room was much more laid back itself. 
you've talked about there being an apathy within yeah. the people. To me, there's a, I don't know that it's an apathy, but it, I don't know if people just seem beat down or what. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there was very, yeah. no excitement on anything. Not, I'm not angry, but it didn't feel like people were all that engaged with much of anything. I mean, you get up. You, you're the very first person to the microphone. Yeah, and I guess... There's the nobody at a microphone yeah. until after you make your motion and then the two people who had resolutions that didn't make it did exactly what you said, did exactly what you did. Yeah. That was the only thing that happened there. Yeah, and like I think the other <laughs> another motion was by people that were going to stand up and speak if we were able to do any other business other than just ask. Um, for a motion to be granted anyway. So um, thank you, Matthew Wilbanks. We are still in your corner oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this yeah, year yeah. as we were last year. So yeah, Matthew Wilbanks uh, last year was the one that put up for the motion that we do not use any products. Yep, uh, again, the right. weird inconsistency mm-hmm. that happened last year that we're not wanting to, we're calling for not using any products that use even abortive cell lines, even though the question comes into play with vaccinations, which is the issue like, but, and then, and then gutting uh, the Missouri Baptist for, uh, for abolishing abortion resolution the way we did, yet upholding theirs, you know. So, um, again, we're in Matthew's uh, corner uh, on his new stuff as well, and you know, it's a That's wonderful right. thing, but, like, it's it's us. And then the second time it comes around, so tonight um, in the later session, um, whenever there was another miscellaneous business, when I was actually expecting them to go, okay, we had these motions made, let's deal with them now because I think – that would be closer to what we did last year and what yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, that, that is um, no, it was just another time to uh, set forward any new business and motions. Um, I stood up and, you know, humble, I guess. Um, I, I just asked for clarification. And if I look stupid in front of the whole thing, I got I got clarified just to make sure that I wasn't missing an opportunity. That's right. Because I'm still learning a lot of this Missouri Baptist stuff and polity and Robert's rules and all the stuff that we have to do. So um, you got to humiliate yourself every once in a while to make sure you get clarity and that you don't miss an opportunity. And it's okay to stand in front of like a thousand plus people and just look possibly stupid. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I look so, like I do anyway. So here is the next piece that I think is good. Um, we need people to be there before 1.30 for the debate. Now there is one issue. Um, they're limiting speaking times to two minutes yeah and they're limiting debate to 10 minutes so you have to actually ask for an extension of the debate if it goes longer than 10 minutes now here's the interesting thing was and i love randy shipman he's like like i really admire randy shipman but he got up and made a motion that had like six motions within it and one of them was two minutes all you time all the longer you get to speak debates are only are no more than 10 minutes and then there was like a few other little things yeah i was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. can we separate that out please but there was i mean they moved it so quick that it yeah. really didn't um and i understand it look you want to move you want to move things forward i yeah. didn't think that it was anyone being abusive or just like maybe because of what forward. happened last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who knows maybe that's why it's so different yeah. because so, of all the because last year it was a tense room it was a very yeah. tense room last year uh, so maybe that's what they're so, trying to resolve. Maybe uh, maybe we can say that uh, in God's sovereignty and infinite wisdom that um, he has moved us to do this, um, to end up helping the cause of really the kingdom focus that the theme of this whole convention is about anyway. Right. Um, and a part of that kingdom focus, I think uh, the big the big deal is, you know, when we listen to pre- the president or uh, John, as he just said, he's nobody special. He's John. 
and that's fine. But you know, he the big thing is that I got from him is that he wants us all to all move forward and advance the kingdom. And he talked about you know the great cost of everything that you'll lose things for the kingdom because the kingdom is more glorious. Amen and amen. amen. We we hold to that, um, and so a particular of that we definitely hold is abolitionism. That uh, no matter um, if you're a politician, um, you don't pander and do incrementalism. You risk your life and your job and your career and everything that you want to do and your aspirations for the truth, not just to gain some ground and win one argument to the next argument to the next argument in hopes to build your own little kingdom there too. But we're building Christ's kingdom. And again, as I've said, we hold to absolutes absolutely mm. while God is the one that incrementally grows his kingdom. It's not us to incrementally grow it. We are the church. We are the pillar and buttress of truth. And if we're capitulating, if we're doing half measures, we're giving the world ground to go, see, you're, you're okay with allowing this. So let us spend some more time in this sense, killing babies for our careers. You know, interestingly enough, I would say real quick, uh, and I think that everything you put forward there by looking at his notes is really good. While I have heard that there's been apathy on the streets, I've had great conversations uh, mm -hmm. with really sharp folks regarding this entire issue. And so I'm very, very thankful for that opportunity that I've had at the booth to engage in this conversation. And that's been a good, good thing. So are you ready to look at resolution three? Okay, so yeah, let's uh, give a little, we got, I think we've we got a little bit more background going on. So gotcha. um, if you uh, have listened to our podcast in the past, um, you know that we put up the resolution committee audio um, and everything. So with, what's happened is Dave and all of us um, had submitted the Missouri Baptist for abolishing abortion resolution again. Right, and so it is the it, so it is the same thing as the Southern Baptist Convention thing, but in state form, which is what we tried to do last year. So you know nothing's really changed too much out of that. No. Um, now the Missouri Baptist for the abolition abortion again is a revised for the state level piece of what uh, of a, a resolution that was already passed by the SBC this year. So yes. that's the big deal, but. You know, if you listen to the audio, Dave went up because they were talking about the Christian Life Commission and yes. their resolution that they wanted to put forward on to end and abolish abortion. And so Dave was trying to go over there and be charitable um, to go, well, it doesn't matter if it's the NBAA brand, right? We want abolition. Right? Yeah. That's what we want. So if it's the Christian Life Commission, who cares? I don't care as long as we get actual abolition even to the by point definition. Where I said, look, there are bridges that we don't have to cross in order to get it stated clearly in abortion now, without yeah. compromise, without exception, end it now. Yeah, and so. I, but that's like I was more than happy to sacrifice a few little things to be like, you know, I don't. You need to modify the language on this in order for abolitionists to to agree to it. Well, you need to drop the whole thing. And what I got was not what would be acceptable to any abolitionist that I know yeah. of at all. Yeah, again, like, uh, we don't get to really define this term of what abolition means. That's right. Um, and so um, we can try all day to play the 11th commandment game of be nice, or we can just say the truth. And why can't we just say the truth? That's the problem, is that we have been guilted by the world so much that we are afraid to tell the truth and now it's time to 
switch the other way and tell the truth, repent and say, I'm sorry that I was afraid. It's okay to repent. We will have a merciful and, and gracious Savior in Jesus Christ that is not saying, gotcha. He's not saying, how dare you? No, he's going, come to me, repent. Come to me, repent, right? And so it's okay. And so um, what's happened here now is uh, the resolutions committee has accepted their uh, resolution. Resolution number three is the Christian Life Commission's resolution, not the Missouri Baptist. Yeah, there's a few different changes from the original. So I, ha I do have the original version uh, printed off that uh, Dave um, got and was dealing yes. with. Yes. Um, then I also have the version of what is actually um, on the table for the Missouri Baptist Convention annual meeting this year. Um, and then we also have a corrected document that we've been working on to if the Missouri Baptist uh, for the uh, abolition of abortion, if that does not come, come, to, come out of the committee onto the floor for us to vote and deal with, then again, we are going to try to be reconciliable. We are going to take that step of reconciling first, but it's going to take a lot of amendments. Um, and so that's the next course of action. If that doesn't happen, we're already planning on uh, taking the next course of action to help. Because again, we are not about brands. We are about truth, so it doesn't matter. It's just the reason why we're in contention right now with Resolution 3 is because, well, for one, the Southern Baptists have already um, passed the language that we are asking yes. the Missourians to pass. So why? Why not? Why? Would we why? Not and I'm, not, I'm saying the same, same exact language. Yeah. That's already passed the SBC. We get on board with the SBC and we say, um, we are Southern Baptists. We are with them on this issue. And um, it's fine, right? It's already been passed. It's already cool. It's already been vetted. And now we can be Missourians and do this as Missourians. And we're taking just this, but the, the special issue of um, we recognize that at the federal level, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot more voices. Yes. But we can, especially within the government that God has given us, the time that we're living in and the confines that we have, we can do this by state, by state, by state, and we can stand for the abolition of abortion no matter what the federal government says. And we already talked about the issue. Um, it can be abolition or it can be heartbeat bills. It doesn't matter. The Supreme Court's gonna do what it's gonna do. People in the federal government's gonna do what it's gonna do. And that's a sauce for the goose, a sauce for the gander situation. So it doesn't matter. So instead of incrementalism, let's do the real thing by actually telling the truth about what abortion is and what abolition is. And so that's why there is the contention between Resolution 3 and the NBAA right now. So, so one of the things that I would certainly want to make sure, and I had a good discussion with a, another messenger about this, regarding um, the issue of child sacrifice, yeah. regarding the issue of the LGBTQ plus agenda, regarding the issue of, again, these three, these two issues uh, are in the same stream. Right? There's a connection for the love to kill, the love to uh, claim that you are gender non-binary. Those two pieces and then CRT all run into the same stream. This is why this is not just a one-sided thing. This is why you have to say no more compromise because at the point you fail to recognize the three streams that are running into the same death culture, you fail to recognize the seriousness of this. Do you think that the left 
wants to compromise about any of these things? No. So when we pretend, well, well, we'll regulate, we'll regulate, we'll compromise, we'll compromise, we are equivocating, we are capitulating to this revolution that is destructive. And not only that, they're all one of the same. CRT, so, yeah, CRT, LGBTQ+. They plus, share the same foundation, which is this murder secular, people. unargued, neutral position that we argue from. Again, we addressed this in our debate last night that that does not exist. It's quicksand. So no wonder you're seeing things go right for a while and left for a while and right for a while and left for a while. We're going to have this ebb, of, ebb and flow, and that is being tossed to and fro by the winds of doctrine, right? This is what Paul has called us to avoid and, and stay on the rock of Jesus Christ, him crucified, um, and the worldview that makes sense of all reality, right? It's only the triune God. And his condescension and so if you're not arguing on that that's why we're having that like why do we even use the term left and right we're christians yeah we argue as christians as ambassadors of jesus christ there is a so he there was right. he was yeah. <laughs> and so you know like there's no secular left and right there's only the objective reality and the truth of abortion is it's murder um, a person is a person from conception. I mean, yeah, you can say, uh, well, John the Baptist was like six months old, so I guess uh, we can say personhood starts at six months old then if he jumps in the womb. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, we were um, wonderfully and fearfully made, um, you know, knit together in the womb. So God is in the womb as we are being formed. Yes, we observe, we, and we can explain it scientifically, but again, if we're only scientifically, if we're only science-based terms, then we are particles in motion governed by time and chance, so, which gives no meaning to any stage in life. And like, even the distinctions of stages of life is meaningless. Yes. So, you know, that's the case. But anyway, getting into it, um, we just wanted to come together and talk about resolution three. Um, I had a couple questions like, what's the difference? Um, there's some people that, uh, heard that you know now we got these two conflicting things so what's the difference in, in, in the documents and I, I just had to say it's not truly an abolitionist document That's right. um, what makes it an abolitionist Again, document and I just said because we're not special pleading one for the unborn they're normal people just like anybody else and That's we're not right. special pleading for women so we keep equal justice for all that's what we're asking for so we're actually asking not asking to enact special laws for the unborn we're acting we're asking for laws that are already there that would cover this if we just peel back the legislation and treat a human as a human from conception to natural death right, right? that's all we're asking for and as i said in my open air preaching body bakum as we're coming up to advent i use this as a meme last year is that jesus christ vindicates every stage of development in human life from mm -hmm. birth to natural from conception to natural death Jesus became human to be the perfect savior for humans. Right. If he was born, then he was conceived, even though it was by the Holy Spirit and not a natural conception, right? Um, but he still um, was conceived and grew and developed, it says in Luke. And it's one of those things that baffles our mind. He's God and man, right? But he grew in stature and wisdom. He vindicates education and learning and sitting underneath the teaching and so just, just think about Jesus' life and how much gets vindicated just by looking at our supreme example of the image of, of God. 
in Jesus Christ. So, um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to get on, no, no, on, on, okay, on a rant and start preaching no, no, anyway. <laughs> but Dude, you yeah. did excellent, by the way. Uh, the open air preaching that I got to hear was yours. It was excellent. Good. It was one of the ones that I made First sure to time. go out there and yeah. hear. So, um, yeah. Everybody did an awesome job. So, um, but Basically, anyway. what's going to have to happen is when they put forward this resolution, we are going to have to have this is look at there's two issues here number one is pulling our resolution we might fail we might not if we if we pass it then the Great. first thing to do is then say as soon as we get it out call for the question as quickly yeah. as you can call for the question that way it doesn't get jacked up then the next piece is what do we do with resolution three yeah so you can't just outright adopt it so one of the things that i believe is really important is the the seventh whereas and that's really where i think we need to kind so of originally out here briefly, so but yeah. originally let's just look at the original content before we get into our dissection of it anyway so yeah. the seventh whereas says um let's see here so i'm just trying to make sure i get these uh, put together from our correction and then the original so that we call i think i've got it here the legislature right so resolve that we call okay so it'd actually be six on this document oh it's for some okay reason. Or, it's Wait, that's resolved. Whereas, oh, resolved. the legislature, yeah. Oh, sorry, guys, this is uh, this is live. Mm, it's been a while since we've been live. We're, we're out of it. So, um, so whereas the Missouri legislature has over a number of years enacted numerous laws that have together substantially reduced abortion procedures in the state, thus protecting the lives of an untold number of our fellow image bearers now, therefore, be it. And so, yes, sounds all is. rosy, sounds all good. But the problem is, is we are looking at it from a Back wrong perspective. And so we're, what is the correction? What, what's the problem yeah, so and what is the correction? The problem is that we're praising the regulation of murder. We're looking past the dead babies to see what we believe are babies that we have saved, which we can't even prove that we've yeah, saved. Yeah. Just to throw that out there. Not that there have not been babies that have not been saved. Yeah, we I have hard saved. numbers on the ones that get murdered God can but we strike. do not have hard numbers and proof yes. the same kind of proof to prove how yes. many because remember the Hyde Amendment you can you can say that all day you can say the Hyde Amendment saves lives and I understand I'm kind of interrupting here but well Sorry. but it's it's relevant the Hyde Amendment saves lives right prove it because remember that just only says certain things can't pay for it but that doesn't mean that other donors from other locations aren't paying for that same baby's death so prove it is what we say. So you can't prove the, you can, you can prove it the same way as in the COVID thing. Well, I know somebody mm -hmm. who has died from COVID and I, well, I know somebody who got COVID and was fine, right? That's the same sort of argumentation we're doing here. Mm. I know someone who was saved. Well, I know a bunch of people who had abortions. Yes. So, but we don't have any hard numbers either way. Move on, so, go. When you deal with this, I want to make sure you understand. We can say we're glad that a life was saved, but that doesn't mean, and again, this is something I think always need to be clear. I can say, okay, I'm glad a life was saved. That doesn't mean I support the means. In fact, I think the means that you are saying or claiming to save that life is abhorrent and counterculture. Okay, counter it's Reuben. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So, oh, good. I'm yes. glad a baby was saved. But do you understand what you did there? Yeah. You still damned other babies again, because you changed the law. Yeah, and this gets into the story of Joseph again like we've been through. Yes. Okay, 
the brothers wanted to just go ahead and outright kill Joseph, right? Mm -hmm. But Reuben, trying to be pragmatic, says, let's not kill him. Let's just throw him into a pit. Let's take his cloak, his coat, covered in blood, and then we can give that to the our father here. We'll put him into a pit, and then I'm going to secretly go save him. Was that right for Reuben to do? You're saying it is, but what happened? In the heat of the moment, Reuben just, I guess, somehow forgot he was still in the pit, and then they ended up, instead of him being bold and standing against his brothers going, we cannot kill our brother. We cannot kill it. He is our brother. He's a, he's our, I don't care what you think of him. He's our brother. He's an image bearer of God and murder is wrong. Right. Should have you done that? Or are you going to praise him and let, say that he, well, he didn't know that he would mess up and he would get sold off into slavery and stuff like that. But remember as, a, and I saw Robert Jeffries today too. Oh, yeah. Remember God, you know, we should use uh, cell lines and all this stuff because, you know, God can take these ba dead babies and do good things with it. Well, yeah, it doesn't make it right. And it, people are still held accountable and it being actually universally wrong. So that was kind of an interesting uh, sight. Did you have that day. type of conversation um, with him? Did you have no, no, I just yelled okay. it out because he was walking. Bye. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Anyway, because I, I don't think he was, he was definitely trying so, to get away from the open air preaching. Yeah, so right. mark number two on this. Yeah. So the piece that I would put forward very clearly when it comes to this connection. Number one, deal with our resolution. Vote for it to come out of the, out of the committee. Whether it does, whether it doesn't, no big deal. But the next thing is, when the resolution three gets put forward, our language needs to be, and of course the first, what we've got to do tomorrow is split up the amendment group. So let me offer the amendment, mm -hmm. whereas the Missouri legislature has over Enacted numerous enacted laws. Enacted numerous laws, in, and then, of course, we'll change it to the Missouri legislature has enacted numerous laws in recent years which have instructed abortionists when, where, and how to kill children and which have served to protect the careers of the very politicians who oppose the immediate abolition of abortion. Now, therefore, be it. And now so... So the, the, the truth of the matter is whenever we have done this, remember, it's the pro-life legislation that actually codifies the decision, the opinion of the Supreme Court in Roe versus Wade. The pro-choice side has had to do nothing other than maybe have the conversation that got to the courts, which then the person, like, was it Roe anyway, came back and said that was wrong later in her life. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, um, the, the left is, the, the secular left, has done nothing. The secular right is the one that actually has codified it. Yes. Again, two wings, same bird, going to go getting in the same car, going in the same direction. Baby murder. So this is going to occur, and we are going to need our abolitionist messengers there at two. Or excuse me, at one thirty tomorrow. We need lots of seconds. Tomorrow. We need lots of balance. In fact, I would tell you, get there early because what's going to happen is the program will go quick. John is doing an excellent job of moving things along. Like, I've been very impressed with Mr. Nelson, President Nelson. He is just, man, he rolls, right? Yeah. And, I, and I like that. Mm -hmm. And so we're actually going to, we're going to need to be there before 1.30. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I'm going to be here all day. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and kind of but, wrap this up on yeah. this. But, but I want, you. Yeah. And, I, and before we wrap mm -hmm. it up, go this is it. the yeah, question please. that you need to ask. Does resolution number three 
does it present a full orbed issue? It's offering the sanctity of life, amen. But does it offer um, that there is law, we are accountable to it, and so there is justice to be had. Again, Romans 13 says prescription, not description, but has prescribed the issue that the government is the sword against the evildoer, that we don't, as 12 say, take vigilante justice. I'm not going to just find somebody that gets an abortion, pull them by their hair and go like, when am I getting the stoner, right? No, no, no. It goes through the government that God has established to be the sword against the evildoer so that we do things correctly. So it's not just that, that protects innocent people. Yes. That's the whole point is we need yes. to protect innocent people, which is what we're not doing with the pro-life industry anyway. So ask that. Is it asking, is it actually dealing with a full orb sanctity of life? Yes. Everybody's made in the image of God, but at the same time, is it going to seek justice in a fallen world? Yes. We don't live in a utopia. It's not going to be a utopia until the resurrection and Christ comes back. But this is how we advance the kingdom of God now being the instruments. Again, we have to preach the gospel to people, right? So isn't Jesus Christ using us to actually do something physically in the here and now to build the kingdom? This is the same thing that we're doing with abolition. So does it have the full orbed effect of law and gospel? And, and the truth of the matter. Um, there's also the whereas where uh, originally it said that abortion results in the death of the preborn. No, it is the murder of the preborn yes. by a procedure, either uh, a, a surgical procedure or a pill or you know some sort of medication or whatever. So there's sloppy language. So unlike Dr. Branch just saying that it's sloppy, I can prove, and I will say it now, this is sloppy language, and that needs to be corrected, that there is a distinction there that has to be made for our legislators to actually sound, like, legitimate. Yes. Um, which, again, the NBAA is legitimate and not sloppy verbiage. Um, yes. Cause, and it also has already, like, as we said, Mike Moon has put his thumbprint on it saying that I will put my name on that. And he's actually a submitter. Um, being a Missouri Baptist and a Southern Baptist. Um, yes. We also don't need to be legitimizing the euphemism. So in uh, the uh, resolve um, number two here, it says that the elective termination of pregnancy, no, it's abortion and it's murder. We've abortion. already defined it as murder now. So the abortion, not a termination of pregnancy, we need to call it what it is, that that abortion, whether through medication or procedure, is sin and properly called murder. And then also with an ectopic pregnancy, we need to be clear. It is not abortion. It should not be classified as abortion. It is not abortion, so it's not properly abortion. So again, sloppy, not making the right categories and distinctions that need to be made for clarity, which again, let's get back into the Missouri Baptist for abolishing abortion thing that again, the language is already passed by the SBC. Easy, let's just vote it in and stand with our national convention and then as a state, call our legislators and stand Give behind Mike Moon, stand behind uh, Mr. Seitz that I got to meet today yes. um, on that issue. And they know that we have their backs. And I told Seitz, we have your back. We are on your side. So no matter what happens to you, whenever you start doing what you're doing and you receive slander and all that stuff, we yes. will fight for you. And that gives him the confidence to actually do this instead of capitulate and go back to a pro-life position. Um, we need to uh, not even talk about the Hyde Amendment and taxes. So uh, resolve number four doesn't e is irrelevant, doesn't right? So we just yeah. say end abortion immediately with no exceptions, no compromise. Uh, resolve number five um, speaks as though that we are asking for special protection um, when all we're 
all we're asking for is equal protection. So we don't need to enact any special laws to protect the pre-born. They're already protected under murder is murder and murder will be dealt with as murder. And if you premeditate murder, you are a premeditated murderer. So yes. the, the laws are already on the books. We're not special pleading for anybody. That's why we are talking about women. Not all women are victims. Now, if they are victims, we deal with them. We deal with trials and proof and all that stuff. Yes. Thank you, scripture, for giving Amen. us that style of government uh, here in America. And we have the legal system already set up and ready to work. Um, we just have to actually let it without adding and taking away all this stuff. Mm -hmm. We just need to take away what has been added that is wrong. And that's all we're asking. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the big thing to me, the very self-seeking issue, and this is why people think we're pro-birth, and I think this document reveals the fact that yes. we should take it and say, yes, we have acted pro-birth. And this Christian Life Commission, uh, resolution number three does it, and here's what we need to add um, to be able to put the sauce in our face and go, we need to repent here. Um, it says that, uh, it says that we call upon Missouri Baptist as ambassadors of Christ to, con to consistently and lovingly reach out to mothers and fathers considering an abortion in order to support and care for them so they aren't able to keep and raise their child. So we're only demanding this of them. And, the, and yes, they do need to keep and raise their child. That is the right thing to do, right? But again, we cannot just forget that. that we live in a fallen world and people are going to be unrepentant and what do we do with the kids we need to call missouri baptist to open up their homes to adoption and we have the missouri baptist children's home yes. we have things as a convention that can help this thing we have 1800 churches and there is that how many kids are in the foster care system right if one church when one man all the churches in missouri more than 1800 if it is said that if one family would adopt one foster child, we wouldn't have any children in the system. Just think of half of those churches, two families. You know, yeah, I understand that fixed the that that only fixes it in the moment, and there's going to be more kids that are. But we need to call Missouri Baptist. We don't we don't need to just tell people to take and raise their own children. We need to open up our homes, and we need because adoption. I understand you might want to have natural children which is great and good. You're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, but think of the gospel that you are giving that child from the second you bring them into your home saying that I will love you even though you are not really mine. Again, what is our story? We are emancipated children of God. We have rebelled, but through Christ, we have adoption as sons given to us from the Father through Jesus Christ. And so adoption is not... It's almost better to be adopted than be an original uh, a family member, um, especially according to the gospel. So, you know, that's the problem with this document. It is self-serving, and we just toss it off and just make them do what they're supposed to do. You know, we ready ourselves in a fallen world, and so we need to add that. Um, and again, we just need to always call for equal justice with no exception, no compromise. Equal justice is not in this document at all. Equal justice is in the NBAA, and that's what makes the big difference. Again, we're not special pleading for women. We're not special pleading for babies. So we are just wanting equal justice from conception to death. And simple as that. I understand it seems too simple to be true, but that is the simple truth. Man, that's all I've got. I yeah. think if we can cut it now, we can maybe get out of here before everyone else rolls. Yeah, so, but yeah, so, guys, uh, thank you. We know that some of you have been live. We haven't been live for a while. Gosh, and last so I'm night glad was to the do first that. time we've been live in a yeah. long time.
yeah so anyway um but thank you guys for uh, hanging in with us uh if you're watching this after the fact thank you for your time we hope this information has been helpful to you hopefully you are here uh, in the room behind us right now and uh, that you're getting this and this helps you get that analyzing going on tonight uh, watch this uh, and get that ask questions tomorrow let's get this thing let's push this thing through let's stand with one voice to abolish abortion with no exceptions and no compromise so to that this has been the uh, tag you live at hashtag mbcam i am ray ray i'm dave and solely dave gloria